Ready on the roar. Slipper going infield for Lolisio. Lolisio to McWright. There's his second, and it is a stunner. Yes, an absolute stunner, an incredible win for the Wallabies with their 25-17 win over South Africa to begin the third round of games in the Rugby Championship at the Adelaide Oval this afternoon. Brett McKay with you for the raw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate. And I'm joined by raw rugby expert Jim Tucker right there in the city of churches and alongside him in a different bar, it seems, is my regular raw rugby podcast co-host, Harry Jones, for the instant reaction to Australia's round three win. Gentlemen, both of you, in Adelaide, good on you. Let me just do this, just to kick the celebrations off beautifully. Here's. Well done. Well done, Brent. Adelaide, how good. Australia's new fortress for rugby. I must say, uh, a tremendous occasion. Afternoon footy brought out the best in the Wallabies. And I say that seriously because the, the handling was much better and that Still a 10 nil start. And if you bore down, it's always the simple things. Catching kickoffs, uh, nailing that first line out or two, the, the high ball, all that was done perfectly. They had 10 nil on the board and that applied enormous pressure to the spring box yeah. immediately. Yeah, absolutely. Harry, it's, I mean, it's wonderful to have you in Australia and it's wonder, wonderful to have you in a friendly time zone. But um, I can't imagine that was much fun for you this afternoon. <laughs> I really enjoyed my time here in Adelaide, I will say. I, I think I've gone to every single bar except for the one that Jim's in currently. Uh, which I which 17, I'd imagine 000... you'll, you'll resolve that problem yeah. real quick, I'd imagine. Easy. But I have 17,000 new friends. Yeah, the game itself was such a horror. I, there was a guy behind me. He was a Springbok fanatic. He was a perfectly chiseled guy and he had... He had like a spring box painted on his cheeks, and <laughs> we were in the we were in the east stand of um of of the oval, and I watched those two painted spring box melt in the sun. Oh, and yes. after 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 ten minutes, I, I saw they were just like a goya like mess, <laughs> and uh, that that was the history of the game. That was the game. Was in, that was the game in a nutshell. You all know the instant reaction format. Uh, we will get straight into it, and I should say. This is several hours after kickoff. I've been on TV duty for ABC Sport uh, tonight, so we are a few hours late, but um, we will get on to Argentina's historic 25-18 win over New Zealand in Christchurch this evening too. But we thought very first up, we'd bring in uh, the Raw's editor, Tony Harper, who's also in Adelaide. It seems I'm the only bloody person not in Adelaide right now at this point in time, uh, to give us just a, a quick highlight, Tony, from um, from the Wallabies press conference this evening. Um, Dave Rennie, I can imagine, would have been a fairly satisfied man after that win. Yeah, he, as you know, and g'day, everyone. Um, I do later want to hear from Harry about the moment where Marika took out oh. the spring winger. Um, I think it was kind of close to Harry. I'd like to know what the noise was like, whether he felt the ground shudder. Um, it just was a incredible moment where it felt like the uh, the stands were were, were uh, shaking up here as well. So, I, I mean, I think that, um, you know, we were all – the game to me seemed to be drifting a bit at that stage with the, the penalties after such a frantic start, um, and that just exploded everyone into action. And, Dave, Dave was obviously very excited about that moment, and he said it was an extremely important uh, mm. moment in the game. Um, and uh, the South Africans felt the same about that as well. That it, yeah. that it really kind of changed, I guess, the mood in the in the ground and the momentum. Mm. But 
Look, you're, you're right. Um, Dave Rennie is not, as you all know, kind of guy who's going to be, you know, laughing and joking after win, just as, you know, he's very, very measured. Um, he did, you know, he did say he expected that response. He he said that they had a brutal review, an honest review, and they got the response they expected tonight. Um, and James Slipper kind of went into that in detail as well and said that, it, you know, it was a tough tour in Argentina. There was a lot going on. They were really upset at how they performed over there and that they really wanted to put that right. And, uh, you, you know, they got the start, I guess, that they've been looking for as well. I mm. mean, out of out of there, you know, obviously there's the Marika performance, which was just gobsmacking. But, you know, I asked Dave Rennie in there again about uh, Noah and whether this was the kind of performance that uh, he wanted to see to maybe show a bit more faith going forward on him. And, um, yeah, he said, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, earning the right to wear the jersey, and he yeah. did that today. Yeah, um, he was great. You know, that he, he was really good. Yeah, yeah, and that he wasn't happy with his third test against England, but that he's a confident kid, and and um, not, like, like without coming out and actually saying it, it seems like you know the question I put to him was, you know, for the shorter term and longer term, you know, is this some a performance on which you can show him some loyalty going forward? Mm. And that was the response. So. You know, he seemed to be suggesting that that maybe you know this is a performance that puts him in that yeah that frame yeah and and rightly so to 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 quickly wrap it up um all week the theme from the Wallabies is that we've got to be better um so are they are they content out of that performance today that they're back where they need to be in terms of performance and I suppose how do they ensure they back that up next week in Sydney. Yeah, well, as he said, they, they haven't been able to put back-to-back yeah. wins together. They know that South Africa are going to come at them again with with what they have. But he, you know, he was talking about. I mean, he was using words. What, what, how proud he was, and um, you know how how well they'd responded. So that was, you know, that was a good thing to see. He, so I think it was last week or when the squad was named. Um, asked him outright whether he felt that the message that he was giving to the players wasn't getting through. And he said, mm. well, you could make that case, couldn't you? Yeah. Um, you know, he seemed to be getting to a point where, look, I, I'm, I need a fast start. I need accuracy. Um, it, well, I think what he was most proud of today is that they conceded a lot of penalties. There was a lot of action yep. deep in their 22. And yet... And they held them out, it. yeah. Yeah, and there was the yeah. Marika incident, but aside from that, there were plenty of other moments there where they showed maturity. And on yeah. on Noah, uh, he, he, you know, he talked about obviously James O'Connor lost his place for not following the game plan against Argentina. The way Rennie described it tonight was that you know Noah did the things that was expected and were needed from him, and especially you know when they didn't have the ball as well. So that, yeah. that he clearly felt that he. Uh, played to the plan that he was sent out to do. That that came across pretty clearly tonight. Yeah, fantastic. Right. Tony, thanks very much for, for that. We appreciate the update. You can prepare yourself for a um, an incoming disappointed South African now, and we will catch up with you during the week. Guys, let's get straight into our headlines, and I'm going to kick this off with words I've already used tonight on ABC Sport across the network. Uh, Wallabies extend unbeaten streak in amazing Adelaide. Hit me off. What have we got, Jim? Well, um, I, I think it's a, a day of matches because we're summarising two matches and it's really what we've wanted from the Rugby Championship from day one, which is yeah. all four teams in the hunt. So my headline is from game number two. 
So it's uh, crispy, uh, crispy crema. Uh, uh, let's see. Crispy crema keeps all blacks to donut in Christchurch. <laughs> I like that. I like that indeed. Crispy crema. Harry man, you've just been uh, simmering so away there. I've got, <laughs> I've got um, wallabies give rugby a championship to all blacks and then all blacks give it right back. <laughs> oh, I don't mind that either. I don't mind that either. Let's jump straight into the stocks rising, and it's oh, look, it's 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 a it's certainly a happier time after a win. There's no doubt about that. I've got no shortage of of names here. Harry, do you want to keep us keep us going? Stocks rising from a from a Wallaby front that you saw? Yeah, so I has to fit into my theme. My theme is that the Wallabies were surgeons, almost robotic surgeons. They didn't need the ball as much as the box did. Um, I had at one point I had the, the the Wallabies had three chances to score and they had scored on two of them. The box had 11 chances to score and they had scored on one of them. Mm. And that's a terrible formula in a game. Even if it's 15-9 penalties against Wallabies, it doesn't really matter if you're not taking your chances. And the inevitability factor is what you're looking for and the, the Corabetti tackles for that, right? Yeah. So I'm looking which Wallaby embodied that and I could, I'm going to say Noah, Lolisio had the biggest rise in his stock because Corabetti's stock was already so high. I don't know yeah. if it yeah. go higher. That's not a bad And shot. also, I'm not sure. And for me, that tackle, there was a very a slight suggestion of an arm, not too much arm. I would have looked at that harder. So I'm going to go Lodzio because he was surgical. His movements were precise. He looked confident on the kicking tee. And it's important when you have Pollard missing a few and you have Lodzio mm. hitting it, it's it's over pressure uh, that that. The, I, I thought his I thought his direction in the back line uh, was beautiful, and he he just ran he had a he ran a good game. Noah, yeah, I think I'll I'll give it to him. Yeah, it's a good it's a good shout. I'll just say as I've been thinking this afternoon to a few South African fans who've been suggesting it, the suggestion of an arm is still indeed an arm. <laughs> Jim, I'm sure it is. It yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Jim, what's your who, who's the stocks rising for in your view tonight? I'd go Nick White. Uh, if you play South Africa, you have to be combative. Yeah. And White was uh, exactly that. Uh, even down to the phantom uh, slap that might have gotten near his face <laughs> where he went down like he was shot by a rhino gun and milked a I'll penalty. Be, oh, okay. sorry, that's an unfair comment. <laughs> he, so he got a penalty out of and an invisible slap, which it's, is it's, fine. Like He's a combat man and that's what you need to beat the box. And he was in everything, that beautiful long pass that gave Tom yeah. Wright his room out on the edge. Really significant. And it's got to be said that Noah Lolisio has to have Nick White playing beside him yeah. because you can play make off halfback or 5'8". Yeah. And uh, with White on the field, he basically play makes 70% of the time. And Noah can grow into his game yeah. knowing that he's got a guy he knows thoroughly beside him, which gets... Back to Argentina in San Juan, I would have had Tate McDermott and James O'Connor to, to create a combination. Yeah. yeah. And they stuffed that up, I thought. Yeah. Um, but uh, really great combination. And that that's what you need. You, you're finding elements of the Wallaby game that are connected. And that yeah. is uh, halfback and number 10. And it makes so much sense, particularly when the when the when the Brumbies play off off nine so much, having made that switch this season. I'm I'm awfully tempted to go all in on James Slipper's playmaking in terms of stock rising because it just gets better and better. But I'm I'm actually going to go a little bit unsung. I think Matt Phillip was 
absolutely phenomenal this afternoon. He got through so much grunt work. His scrummaging was good. His line-out uh, was, work was was good. He was just made a, a mountain of tackles, was so important. And I think he lifted Rory Arnold's game. Um, I think he dragged Jed Holloway along with him. And the, and the three of those, the four, five, six, were really strong in that in that 50 minutes they were on the field. So um, that's a that's that's an easy one for me. And I had all those other names that you guys have thrown out written down as well. In terms of stocks falling, you've probably got to be a little bit nitpicky here. And Falau Fayengar is probably the obvious one. His line-out throwing wasn't great. I think it was four or five lost line-outs. But um, I've got another one that I'm going to come back to after you guys go. Jim, who's your, where, where, where's, the, where's the points of criticism tonight, if there are any? Oh, mate, it has to be the last 15 minutes, a very yeah. substandard uh, bench effort, soft shoulders. It was really poor. Um, you can't do that. It's an 80-minute game, no matter if you've got the game locked up or not. You, yeah. You've got to be clinical. There's bonus points to be had. Yeah. Uh, well, and, 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 on that, and on that games. point, on, on that point, Jim, you mentioned bonus points. Argentina right now are on top of the rugby championship based on points for and against. If Australia keep that bonus point, they're on top of the table after round three. So that's – and it's going to be like that for the rest of the t- tournament now. It's mindset. I mean, you've got to be clinical. Yeah. You tell me if the All Blacks are going to blow it like they did in the last 15 minutes. You just put the foot to the floor and absolutely cream the opposition. There yeah. were cries of that in the stands, like people going, come on, finish him off. I had text yeah. from guys saying, let's <laughs> let's really make this count. And then in the end, you've got, to, you've got to win. <laughs> and it's a fantastic win, but nail them when you yeah. can nail them. Yeah. Harry? Um, I suppose the marketing arm of Australian rugby, Rugby Australia, I felt like um, Adelaide, which is, you know, I guess a stronghold for other sports, it wasn't really clear why the Wallabies were not there earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, I think they could have made it more festive. The, the ground is fantastic. The setting is fantastic. The church in the background uh, behind the cricket uh, field store, a score, a scoreboard. The people were so lovely. It's the friendliest town. Love it. But, I, you know, I didn't get the, the sense on Friday when I came in that, that the town was buzzing. Mm. about the rugby it's like the rugby had to happen and then now the town's buzzing and i think that, that they missed a trick um, yeah i mean what a, what a what a huge win what a cool thing if they had been here all week and and you know hung out with the the rugby guys here the kids and yeah. all that so yeah, it's maybe. it certainly it certainly shouldn't have been left to the to the springbok squad to do you know visits at the club trainings and things like that as as was happening and we know it's it's already been it's already emerged this week that um that there'll be no more of this camp wallaby business that it was it was a sort of a necessary evil this year but they realized they they can't be taking the game into new markets like adelaide and then not actually be there that's that's a bit silly i wanted to bring up just on this uh, that that first try after that after that first try of, of south africa's after quagga smith's first try Brendan Pickerel, the TMO, decides to interject to go back to that touch from Noah Lolisio, which Paul Williams' referee called knockback live. And what they were actually looking for was whether it was, whether it was a deliberate knockdown or not. And that does my head in. The try was always going to stand. So what did that serve? It's, it's not like they could go back and blow a penalty and the try wouldn't have been there. It, it was, it was a, there was no point to that interaction. And thankfully common sense stood yeah that's right that is is ridiculous ruins the game yeah Yeah. 
and, and also when you're in the stands, uh, as you know, the, like there's nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. like, what are we doing? Yeah. What at are least we on doing? TV or, your, or at your house, you can go get something to drink or something, but you're just <laughs> sitting there going, okay, we're, we're going to lose the match already, but now it's like we're just going to have another three minutes of yeah. nothing. Yeah. Didn't yeah. make a lot of sense. Didn't make a lot of sense. So what's next um, from a, from a Wallab- Wallaby point of view, uh, particularly Jim, what's um, what do they, what do they need to work on now for, for Sydney next week? Well, they have to build on uh, consistency. That's the most important thing. And it always has been the world cup is about being good enough to win a quarterfinal, a semifinal and a final. Yeah. Uh, all the Wallabies have shown for two years or the entire day of any rain is that they can beat any team in the world but don't bet on them to win three in a row. So that's all they've done. Um, Really significant improvement today. Um, Everyone's talking about the internal noise brought up the effort. I will always say that the Wallabies get a huge kick in the pants from the external noise, whether it's their wives, girlfriends saying, oh, you played rubbish in Argentina or um, the media just slaying them, Mm. which they have. The Wallabies always react world of being absolutely slammed yeah. and it wouldn't be like that uh, they need to find something within themselves to have consistency and otherwise yeah. they're, as Robbie Dean's always called them an aberrational team which is an aberrational, <laughs> a brilliant performance and it's yeah. always stuck with me yeah. and unfortunately that's what they still are, so yeah. they've got to go into Sydney and really come up with another big one. Yeah, yeah. Harry what did you see that you want to see more of from the Wallabies today? I mean, the Wallabies had some superb moments that it's difficult to recreate. It's hard to have that again and again. I mean, like the Korobati uh, suggestion of an arm tackle that we talked mm. about. That doesn't <laughs> always come off. That doesn't no. always happen, right? That, that's a that's a thin my, margin. The, mind you, the mind last, you, uh, Mac- Mac- the, yeah. will be having nightmares about Marika Korobati because he chased him across the field <laughs> last year off the back of a scrum. No, he's, he's a wonderful player, but yeah. I mean these are these are very very strange events. Uh, the, the last kickoff to start the game it's not a normal way to start. Um, you know, Joseph Dweba is continuing to be the starting hooker. There are a lot of things that if they if they go the other way around and it's a much different game. So I would mm. think that uh, Dave Rennie is a practical guy. I think he would say, actually, when you look at that thing back again. It's not that big a it's not that big a hiding. So be yeah. be ready for yeah. for a backlash for the yeah. for the box. It's like no adaptation at all. I yeah. I literally saw the I saw um no inven, invention, and I think that's the uh, the thing that's that's missing there. That's, so that's we'll the see. Thing that worries you, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, they've, they've yeah. got a, they've got a, they've got to nail their line out throws. Their, their set piece. Uh, it's if you're going to build a it's, game around set piece, they've they've got to get those line out throws right because we really didn't see a line out drive from them all night as a result, and they've certainly got to be able to finish better. Um, and in terms of better finishes, there wasn't much better than what we saw in Christchurch tonight. Set! Right, here it is. Cabelli gets it in. All Blacks pushing hard. Matera running towards the touchline. Time is up on the clock. There goes the siren, and Cabelli kicks it out. Argentina win for the first time in New Zealand. Wow, what a win. History, guys. History in Christchurch. Um, Argentina 25, New Zealand 18. I mean, New Zealand rugby have locked in their coach until the end of 2023, but holy moly, it's going to be an interesting week over there again now, isn't it? It is. is. I'll tell you the thing, the the two teams that are losing this week 
In both cases, you have continuity. Uh, you have an assistant promoted who has not shown success as a head coach. Uh, on the other side, you have the two winners. You have uh, you know foreign coach, not from the country, mm. but they're bringing in. Like, a, like I think Cheka has a lead guy for a defensive yeah. coach or something. Yeah. David and Kibble, yeah. A, a lot of like interesting thinking, like the adaptations, something new. It's a mm. fantastic win. And I cannot wait to speak to Cheka. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, here's, a, here's the what? thing. Here's, here's the thing. I think, you know, we uh, Jim and I talked earlier about how um, Cheka had, had, had changed. I think on some of our pod episodes, we talked about how he's more analytical now. I saw a return to the old checker though in that coach's box. He was hammering the table. <laughs> I mean, you, you could yeah. tell how much he wanted that. He was unbelievably happy at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, and watch this space. We uh, we we may well be very close to speaking with Michael Checker on the podcast very very soon. Jim, what did you make of that magnificent win from Los Pumas tonight? Well, I mean, you've got to say uh, Checker's done something with Argentina that uh, no Australian coach has done really for the last two decades mm. in New Zealand uh, to get the Wallabies to win over there. It was a brilliant performance. I'd throw up something to Harry. Um, Argentina, perhaps the best back row in the world. You look at Matera, yeah. Crema, uh, like they are phenomenal. Yeah, Fernandez, like people, yeah. People will call this uh, New Zealand, uh, they didn't win. But I'm, I'm telling you, that was Argentina yeah. winning that test. Playing brilliantly, absolutely. Uh, meeting uh, meeting the All Blacks on their own terms, very physical, uh, serious adult players. There's no kids in that yeah. Argentinian team. They're yeah. right up for it. Montoya, uh, brilliant, uh, really at the forefront always. Uh, tackle like demons, and I, I agree with uh, Harry. A checker, he has different shades to him, and this is a perfect lead into a World Cup. He hasn't yeah. got him for four years. He's got him for 18 months. Yeah. Uh, he's passionate, learning Spanish, speaking to some players in French. Like, he is a perfect fit for yeah. them. And they just rose to the occasion. And uh, people, not everyone realises how COVID-affected Argentina. They were yeah. basically on the road for years and just mm. hung in there. They had their super rugby team stripped off them, even though they succeeded uh, and were... Uh, a very strong outfit, the Jaguares. Hug- so yeah. all credit to Argentina. Yeah, don't absolutely. Cry Argentina. <laughs> don't cry for New Zealand. They're not good enough at this yeah. stage. And, and also I will say this, you know, they, they're picking the right kids. You're right, these are veterans, but um, every team has to pick someone new every now and then. And Argentina appears to be picking the right ones. Yeah. Uh, Gallo at prop. Uh, Juan Martinez, Juan Martin Gonzalez at flank. Yeah. We, we talked to Marcelo Bosch and we, we highlighted four players. And one of them was, one Martin Gonzalez, and the guy has not stopped scoring. Since. He's been fantastic. I mean, it's just yeah, amazing well, tries. Yeah. And they're and they're almost playing with you know second, third, fourth choice halves. Yeah, Bert, Bertrand Carreras have been incredible um, this this uh, this tournament so far. So he's got a nice little selection headache coming his way as Michael Checker. Uh, but guys, I reckon that might be it and done. Another. Instant reaction behind us after the Wallabies' 25-17 win over the Springboks in round three of the Rugby Championship in Adelaide. Thanks to you both. Um, go and find each other in Adelaide, and I'll just I'll just keep having one here by myself. 
This is uh, Jim Tucker reporting from the Cooper's Ale House in Adelaide. <laughs> well done, Wallabies. Other brands are available. Uh, we'll have all the fallout tomorrow and through the week on theraw.com.au, Australia's biggest sporting debate, the home of all your favourite rugby analysis and opinions and conversations. Thanks so much for your company. We'll be back next week for the next round of instant reactions when the Wallabies and Springboks face off at the brand spanking new Sydney football stadium.